0: All right, I've decided what DFS is most like for me. And um, Brave Sacker, BDJ, I'm pretty sure you guys will concur. It's like golf, right? Before you start and before the game start, you're like, I'm going low today, boys. I'm going to get out here and hit straight drives. I'm going to let the big dog eat. I'm putting them right in the fairway. I'm hitting 12-foot putts today. And then at the end of the round, you're like, why do I waste money on this crap? Until you wake up the next day and you're like, all right, next time I'm going to fix it. That's my life in DFS, just like it is on the golf course. Um, Brandon, do you concur?
1: Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's that's how my week went last week. Uh, no, because in golf, at least I'm drinking and having fun. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so in this... It, if i drink and watch football i just get more pissed because my guys aren't going off so in fact they're getting ice cold like my beer so uh, that's about that's i mean okay i'll take the the golf all day because at least i'll make a birdie here and there my guys just absolutely sucked
0: you're outside right maybe a little exercise huh Mm -hmm, yeah um joe what about you dfs or golf
2: You've seen my golf game. My golf game's not good. I uh, I have no chance ever of doing anything in golf. So uh, at least this, I have like a hope and a prayer that one day okay. I'll hit something.
0: All right. All right. That's fair enough. All right. No shark daddy today. We're going to bust this thing out. Lodo bros. Just we play uh, low stakes, DFS. We come on here. We try to give each other good plays. We tell everybody who we're looking at this week probably plays that you want to avoid and then we forget to use them come Sunday and then we all get back here on uh every Thursday and record and say we hate it. So, uh, join us for this uh, punishment if you will. Joe, uh, any big wins last week?
2: <laughs> uh no no big wins last week. I was uh, right, hoping to get a big win in this Monday Thursday slate came in uh in like 80th place but uh my guys aren't aren't hitting for me so It's looking like a failure, too.
0: We don't have a sweat tonight. I was was hoping for a
2: little sweat, but uh, it's not looking so good early.
0: All right. Well, you got uh, the new Thursday through Monday slate popping off right now. So there's that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I did take her. too who's got a touchdown. So, I mean, got that going for me.
0: All right, dude. If you get to the top 10 while we're recording, break down. Let's go ahead and follow along, okay?
2: I don't think that's happening with just Zekers running, but, you know, we can we can hope.
0: <laughs> just in case. Just in case. Weirder things have happened. All right, let's make some picks. We'll go position by position. We're going to punt on defense, and then we'll talk about the Chiefs towards the end. Brandon, why don't you do the honors? Let's start with quarterback. Who are you looking at
1: this week? I don't really like the quarterback slate this week. I think you got to go in the top tier guys. Uh, I really like Mahomes. Um, Washington secondary's trash, so I think he'll be probably be pretty popular coming off the last last game. Kyler's I like him a lot. He seems too cheap, but if I'm going to go somewhere low to try to be a little different and stack, uh, I think I think I would probably lean this week towards Sam Darnold. Um, I think a lot of people are going to come off him since he was last week. Everybody loved him and the week before. Um, I don't love the pick. I like Burrow too, but I mean, if you're going to go low, that's about as low as I'd go in these because I don't like the slate of guys this week. I mean, maybe Mac Jones. It has a has his breakout game. I don't know. You guys may have to help me with this. Okay. I had the worst DFS seat. Sunday in quite a while, so okay. gotta get some mojo back somehow. Let's
0: bounce back, buddy. Here we go. Big right. do, big dojo with some flaming hot takes. Go ahead.
1: Listen, uh
2: I mean, I, I agree that the the best plays are probably up top this week. Um Lamar Jackson just seems like an absolute smash going against the Chargers. Um he's gonna have to score a lot this week. The Chargers they play anything like they did against the Chiefs and drop two deep safeties uh, Lamar should be able to run all day um, and then Mark Andrews will just be wide open over the middle like uh, Kelsey was um, if we're going to drop down low though Brady and I probably talked about this game a little too much trying to make our survivor pick this week but uh, I think I'm kind of all in on Taylor Heineke um, that Chiefs and football team game is supposed to be a high-scoring game Um, if that's the case, then Taylor Heineke is going to have to, uh, try and keep up and he's going to be throwing a ton. Uh, he has two obvious options this week. One is very cheap. The other one has the second most targets, uh, since the beginning of the year. So, uh, I'm kind of all in on Taylor Heineke at 5,800.
0: Now, listen, it's essentially the two worst defenses in the league going head to head right there. And I don't disagree with you, Joe. Um, I don't love Taylor Heineke uh, in the game, but as a DFS player, you kind of have to like his chances. They are going to be throwing it all over the place. They're going to have to try to keep up with Kansas City in this track meet. He's under $6,000.
2: He also has a decent floor because he runs the ball. Uh, right. his, the, he's ran at least three times every game this year. Um and then three games over five with two games over rushing for 40 yards. So he's got a decent little rushing floor that goes along with that ton of yeah. passing attempts. So we're thinking we're going to get.
0: Yep. Yeah. And what that allows you to do is go um, stack that game pretty heavy because he is under 6k, right? You're talking right. It about, it makes it
2: a lot easier to get the top end guys for the chiefs also. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. right. Agree. 100%. Um, that said, I'm not playing him. But I see where your line of thinking is, for sure. Um, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar, I think, are head and shoulders above the rest this week. I think the Chiefs really need a win, and I do think Washington's defense is horrible. If Taylor Heineke does anything, then Patrick Mahomes has, has to have already gone up top and is ahead by a lot. So I like Mahomes. I like Lamar a lot this week. I really am considering uh, going for this Houston Indy game. Um, watch out for Davis Mills. Uh, Brandon Cooks, again, you're talking about 5,200. Um, I think he can get to 1520 pretty easy. Osimo has him projected at 14. They got so close to that win last week that they maybe think they can beat Indy. Um, I think Andy's going to score a lot, so I think Davis Mills is throwing it all over the place.
1: So what you're saying is is if you really want to play Davis Mills, Brady, you have to this week put your money where your mouth is and put the Millie in the Millie and make it happen, Captain. Bro, Mills in the Millie? If I, yeah.
0: if I become a Millie off of Mills?
1: Hey, I I'll mean, help you put that lineup together. I mean, I think Joe would want some of that too. Let me tell you this. No, here's my question. Go
0: ahead.
2: (laughs) If if Davis Mills, you think he's going to go ham this week, why don't you pay the extra $200 and get Carson Wentz, who is a better quarterback at this point of his career? And that's saying something.
0: I'm telling you, man, Davis Mills with the double stack of Pittman Jr. and Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor just looked amazing last week. He had a super long reception, 15 runs four targets. He caught a touchdown. He ran in a touchdown for 34 points. Michael Pittman Jr. Um, and then I have Davis Mills versus Cooks and Chris Conley because I like Davis Mills so much. Which allows me to have McCaffrey and Eckler in there as well. You know what the ownership's going to be on Davis Mills? Yeah. I, I know. Mean, you're not worried about quarterback the punt that ownership.
2: You're- Trying to take here with Chris Conley is just so
0: gross. I know, no, that's <laughs> true. I'm still looking to swap out a uh, Chris Conley for a, but but who else does Houston have?
2: But that's you that's got, my thing. Why don't you why don't you stack Carson Wentz there? You can get your two guys on Indy. instead of doing a double bring back. You get your two guys on Andy that are stacked as the quarterback, and they bring Cooks back. I'm with it. It's only it. two hundred dollars
0: more. Let me see, do I have any money left? Can I do that? Can I pull it off? I'd have to downgrade my. okay, I'm gonna think about it, Joe. That's good advice. That's why we're here. That's good advice. Low do, bros. All right. Um, so yes, put me down for Davis Mills uh, in our uh, heat check. And let's go on to running backs. Um, I'm going to start out running backs. I think there's a lot of good options, low and high. Um, the big news today came out that um, Chicago's down another running back. Williams now is on uh, COVID protocol for them. So it looks like Khalil Herbert is going to be the guy in Chicago. And he actually got more touches last week. He didn't get any targets, but he got more touches. After Montgomery, and now he'll be the lone back there. So I think he's going to be uber chalky this week. I like Williams in Kansas City. He's super cheap as well. So I think he's easy. You know, you get one of these low dough bros, right? The Mills uh, or Mills. Um, now I got the Mills and the Millie on my mind. Um, <laughs> no, I'm saying you can get one of these cheaper guys and then move up. I'm finally going to bite the bullet. I think and really look heavy at Zeke this week. Jonathan Taylor, I already mentioned, he looks awesome right now. And Cordell Patterson, can we talk about this dude? Is he listed as a running back or is he a wide receiver? He's probably not even on the main slate. Did I just do that?
2: Uh, he's not even <laughs> playing this week. I don't think
0: <laughs> he's on hey, the bye week. You're keeping it going,
1: man. For me, Keep that's what going. I do.
0: That's, that's my thing.
1: Yep. That's what I do. That's all right, Sharky. Last week picked you up on that one, bro.
0: Okay, he covered me. Yep, that dude is a stud, and uh, I picked. I got him in season long, so I need him to be Who, playing. Sharky? No, um, <laughs> oh. Patterson. <laughs> Patterson. Okay. I know. I listed fifteen running backs. Um, Joe, can you narrow it down? I mean, I'm I'm looking
2: at more of the mid tier this week. I'm I'm like in the. Uh, I mean, as I I think. Uh, Herbert is going to be a free square. I think he's going to be uber chalky. So I, I don't know that I love him in tournaments. I think he's a must play in cash. Um, but I think I'm, I'm more in the mid tier this week on running backs. So I'm going to be looking from that like 55 to 6,500 area. Um, I think Daryl Henderson on the Rams is a great play against the Giants this week. Um I'm liking, I I hate to say it, but Devontae Booker got a lot of work after um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Saquon left the game last week. I think he was in on like 85% of snaps uh, last week, which is just insane. Um, I don't know that I'll go there, but I think he's a decent pivot play from dropping all the way down to Herbert. Uh, obviously, it's a little more money, but um, if you can find the money, it, it'll be less owned after that Herbert news. Mm-hmm. Or after the uh Damian Williams news. Um other than that, I mean I I, I don't know. I, I I think you can pay up for the CMCs and the and, and those guys. Um my my only concern with CMC is is he one hundred percent is he gonna get his full rollback? But I think that'll also kind of keep his ownership down this week
1: um from where it should be.
0: Brave Sacker Six, where you at on running backs?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with BDJ. On this, I like the mid-tier guys. Daryl Henderson's, I think he's going to be pretty chalky, not like super uber chalk, but I think he's going to be a pretty no-brainer at six k, going against a horrible and plus I think they're favored like by quite a bit. I think they're going to be up a bunch. Um, I like him a lot. I like DeAndre Swift a lot, and mix in those two in that game, uh, ton tons and tons P Ryan's out, so. Hopefully, if Mixon's 100% or close to it, he's going to get a nice workload against a horrible Detroit team. Those are two running backs I would consider um, on this slate. Uh, Let's see. Cream Hunt in a good spot. I think they'll be playing from behind a little bit uh, or back and forth. But another guy that I think is going to be sneaky this week is Tony Pollard. I think Bill Belichick will shut down Zeke as best as possible. And uh, Pollard's going to get quite a few catches this week. So I've, I've liked him, but uh, he seems fairly expensive. But uh, he's he's having a pretty good season. Other than that, I'm, I'm all in with what Joe said. Those are some pretty good ones. Can we talk about
0: somebody, and I know saying this, he's not on the slate. Joe mentioned him a couple weeks ago, but I just want to see where you guys are at with Najee Harris. I mean, I'm pretty sure he has the most targets for any running back this season. I don't know, is he getting 100% of the carries as well? This dude is a beast.
2: Yeah, Najee Harris is definitely getting uh, most of the work, if not all of the work, as a running back in that backfield. Um, I I don't know that any other Steelers running back has gotten more than like five to ten touches this year. So if you want to play Najee Harris anywhere and everywhere, anytime he's on the slate, I, I wouldn't have a problem with it.
0: Seriously, 23, this is versus Denver, 23 rush attempts, uh, five targets. I mean, they're just running him into the ground. So uh, hopefully he survives for a few more weeks. Uh, Wide receiver time, Brave Sacker Six, you ready to go?
1: I I mean, I'm as ready as I'll ever be. (laughs) Uh, I like the optimism. Yeah, thanks. I'm trying to be after last week's debacle. Uh, this one's pretty tough. I've been trying to jam in uh, super stacks with Kyler and Mahomes with their top guys. Uh, before I read the news, um, I liked Thielen a lot, but I don't know if he's even going to play, so we'll scratch him. Um, I, I'm going to just – there's a lot of decent plays. I think he can get some pretty good ownership if Tyreek doesn't play a lot. And get some good ownership out of Hardman or maybe even josh gordon i think josh gordon's gonna come along i just don't know if this is the week yet uh he looked good even though he didn't play but like 10 snaps but uh hopefully that'll help help the chiefs offense out a little bit help out the mm-hmm. other two guys but i believe samuel's out and i believe sims isn't back yet and last week this dude got i think it was like seven or eight targets uh so I don't know if he's like the slot guy or where they put him at. He's not a huge guy by any means, but I know McLaren's going to get a lot of popularity on that. Same with their tight end, but I think this is one for 3K against Chiefs secondary. And if it comes out that Dirty Dan's covering him, just find out who Dirty Dan's covering most of the game. Yeah. and we're, That's who you guys need to put on your roster. I'm hoping DeAndre Carter is the guy because Dirty Dan had his head so far up his butt last week. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing because I used to prop that guy up for making huge plays, but I guess he's lost a few screws in his head.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, find but, out who's – Yeah, I don't know. That.
1: So, I mean, as far as wide receivers, there's not – it just depends on your stack. I don't have any super awesome favorite ones. I really like the Chiefs this week so or, or D-Hop and maybe Christian Kirk. But, yeah, I'll, I'll lean to you guys on this one. Let's go uh, wide
0: receivers. I'm looking at Cortland Sutton um, sh- might be interesting. Teddy Bridgewater maybe isn't playing. Is that right? Do we know?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. Um,
2: um, if he is, I haven't heard uh, anything. He had, he had the concussion going into last week, but I haven't heard anything about not playing this week.
0: Denver's having a lot of injury issues with their wide receiver core. Cortland Sutton. Um, went for eight targets against Baltimore and then 11 versus Pittsburgh. I think um, Vegas is going to have a rough week. And I like Court, Courtland Sutton this week. Um, he had 11 for 120 and a touchdown, a 39-yard catch last week for 28 points. So I like uh, Sutton there. I like Cooks. We talked about with uh, Davis Mills, or at least in that game, if I end up switching Davis Mills out. um, I like that boy Mooney from Chicago. Uh, His targets have been low, but steady. Um, I think he's going to – he went for 21 a couple weeks ago, and I think he's due for a breakout as long as he's uh, 100% healthy. Scary Terry from Washington – Like we already said, that Chiefs-Washington game is going to be a shootout. Terry McLaurin is clearly the guy. He went for 13 targets and then 11 targets versus New Orleans last week, a couple weeks ago, caught two touchdowns for 33 against the Giants, 14 targets, and had a touchdown as well for 30 DK points, and I think he's going to be in a good spot as well. I can. I also like – this guy continues to come up for me this week. Um, Jacoby Myers keeps coming up. He had 14 targets, 12 targets, down to only five against Houston, which was a weird game, but he's gone uh, for double digits three out of five weeks as far as DK points go. And he just keeps coming up in my model. So uh, I don't know what that model exactly is, but he keeps coming up. Hardman – had a lot of targets last week, and again, that game is going to be crazy, especially if Travis Kelsey is dealing with um, injury issues. I think Josh Gordon maybe has trotted out there a little bit more as um, a decoy, and I think maybe Hardman has a big week. And um, this guy just went nuts. He looked amazing. Uh, Last week looked pretty good the week before, and maybe he's the truth. We're talking about another team with a lot of injury issues, the New York Giants. Kadarius Tony. Is it Tony or Tooney? What are we calling him? It's Tony. I'm sure it's Tony. Um, Tony, Tony, Tony. Feels good to me this week. Uh, A reference for my old school jam fans. Um, 13 DK points uh, a couple weeks ago against New Orleans, nine targets. He um, also had a rushing attempt. You know, I love that. Last week versus Dallas, 13 targets and a rushing attempt as well that he got seven yards. So far, no touchdowns, but again, what a mess as far as the Giants go. And without um, Saquon, they're going to have to spread those targets around. Galladay back on a stretcher. That dude cannot stay healthy. So I like Tony as well. Mooney and Tony. Joe Joseph do your thing
2: um first of all I I believe Shepard and Slayton are coming back for that Giants team but I mean the way Tony played last week he's still a, a pretty good play there I'm not gonna lie um so uh man I'm I've been stuck on the same two games taking wide receivers and stacking the crap out of those two games um and that is the Chiefs and Washington game um And the, uh, uh, chargers in Baltimore game. So I have a ton of receivers from those two games. Um, if we're not talking those two games, um, guys, I'm liking this week. I'm liking Justin Jefferson. He's priced up a little bit to eight K, but he's going to be super low owned because, or yeah, because of that. Um, and then I think you can run that back with a little, uh, Robbie Anderson, who's the cheapest we've seen him in a very long time. He's all the way down at 4,800 and, uh, if CMC comes back, obviously he's not going to get the same, I believe 12 targets that he had last week, but he still should have a pretty good week. Um, They were talking about one day, get him more involved uh, heading into last week, and then they got him 12 targets. So I I think he will still continue to get those targets. Um, And just, just to uh, throw something else in there on this uh, Terry McLaurin love that we are all uh, having with this chiefs game, Terry McLaurin since Heineke has become the quarterback for that team, is the second most targeted wide receiver in the league behind Mm. only Devontae Adams. Wow. So Heineke has found his favorite player to throw to, and uh, in that high-scoring game, I I don't know how anybody could completely fade him this week.
0: Wow. That's crazy. Uh, On the season, 30% of the target share for Washington –
2: yeah, he's definitely getting the targets peppered his way.
0: When you're looking at the Dallas game, for instance, Ceedee Lamb versus Amari Cooper, how are you guys making that call?
2: Yeah, I mean, when I'm looking, I'm normally just looking at the guy that's getting the higher target share, um, and that's who I will pick more often than not. Um, if if they're still fairly equal there, then I'll I'll try and look at like red zone targets. Um, and if there's a guy that's getting the red zone targets, obviously he is. He has a better chance of scoring touchdowns, so um, th- those are the two ways that I normally uh, decide on which wide receiver I'm going with for a certain team or
1: a certain stack.
0: I want to hear Brandon's process
1: for the Dallas people. Oh, jeez, uh, I, I would say Joe's probably pretty spot on there. I mean, when I pick him, it's kind of who's covering Cooper. I on I, because this week they're playing New England. That's right. Yeah, something like that. I'd probably lean more toward I don't know, Bill, whenever whenever people play Belichick, it's just weird depending on the teams that he goes against. I mean, Davis Mills lights him up, but then Brady only Tom Brady only throws for what, two hundred and ninety yards or two hundred and sixty yards passing. That's it. I mean, come on. So something's something's up. But I would I think Bill's gonna be locking them down. So I think you can go with either one this week. I just think Dak's gonna throw it out of the backfield, but if I were to pick this week, I'd probably go Cooper. Let's go
0: to tight ends. Um, again, we're going back to this game. Ricky Seals and Nash. Um, cousins of Crosby, Seals and Nash. Ricky Seals, Jones. Uh, Logan Thomas is out. Uh, Washington is going to have to throw it to uh, against Kansas City. He's only 3K. Kansas City giving up points to tight ends because they're giving up points to everybody. Um, Ricky... Uh, Seals and Nash uh, with eight targets last week for 41 yards. So um, I like him. I also keep coming back to uh, Jared Cook. Jared Cook, uh, 3,200. Not getting a ton of targets, but I do think that that game is going to be a high-scoring affair. Uh, Chargers versus Baltimore. So I'm also looking there as well. Um, And then... You can't go wrong with Kelsey, a game against a very bad defense. So look out for Kelsey this week. Joe, tight ends, please.
2: Um, I'm going to start off with uh, surprising everyone that's listened to this podcast by saying that I, I don't think it's an awful week to double it up. Oh, oh that got perked my ears. What? Listen, if you're doing it. Oh, my goodness. This is the only way you can go double tight end is if you have a punt guy like a Ricky Seals Jones down at Ricky Seals Jones down at three thousand, that is going to get a lot of targets, like we believe he is. And then you also need to take your second your second tight end can't be another punt; it needs to be a high end guy like a Travis Kelsey, which is why I say that this week because Travis Kelsey is at his cheapest price in quite a while. He's only seven k this week, um, and comparing. 7k travis kelsey to the 7k receivers obviously we have like a terry mclaurin in that um in that same price range but other than that I, I don't see a guy in the 7k range that i don't think travis kelsey could keep up with scoring wise so at that point it's almost just like saying you're playing travis kelsey he's your wide receiver
0: mm-hmm. um and one two three four five chiefs fifth worse against tight ends giving up uh, eight red zone targets. So Ricky Seals, Jones, and Nash may yeah. be a great play.
2: Double tight
0: end, Joe. I love
2: yeah, it. I think you would love that. Uh, and then the other guy I'm going to is back to the same, the same stack that I've been talking about other than this Chiefs and uh, football team game, and that is the Baltimore side of the Chargers. Uh, I'm loving Mark Andrews this week. He got a ton of work uh, in that. Uh, Monday night game. Um, I don't see that changing with the Chargers having to uh, watch out for Hollywood Brown. I assume they'll play him somewhat similarly to Tyreek Hill. Not saying that they're the same player, but they have the same kind of skill set, both super speedy guys. And uh, I I would not be surprised if they played the too deep over the top cover two and uh, let Mark Andrews just kind of eat over the middle.
1: Hmm. That seems odd that you're saying that though, because when the Chiefs played, Chargers. You said Derwin James is going to shut him down. But then Derwin James didn't cover him. Okay, so why wouldn't he cover him there? I mean, I don't think I don't think they're going to play the same type of defense as they did against the Chiefs, because I don't think I think they're going to stack more in the I mean, they're going to still try to stop Lamar from running. I mean, don't you think? It's not I mean, that just seems I think a lot of people are going to gravitate toward Mark Andrews, which is rightfully so. I'm not saying it's a bad play. It's just Uh, I I don't know, man. It it seems like a spot where people are going to get burned right now after that big, I mean, Indy's defense is just decimated, and they basically held the Ravens to nothing until the fourth quarter. Then they just did Carson Wentz-type things and Colts-type things. But
0: Wait, wait, wait. Before you talk, Joe, off uh, um, Mark Andrews, Joe, how would you feel about the double tight end with Cook and Andrews?
2: With Cook and Andrews. I mean <laughs> first of all, I, I'm not saying that you should play double tight end exclusively in the same game. Um, first of all. Uh second of all, I don't love I mean Cook is not my favorite guy ever. Uh and no, Andrews, you, you I don't would... know that he has that like super wide receiver upside. Got um, you. Yeah, I mean I and I, I know what you're saying, Brandon. I I'm just I don't see them letting uh, Hollywood go deep on him. So I think they're going to have somebody over the top on him. I don't see them just – if they are stacking the box, they're doing it with a quarterback spy, and that means Andrews is still not going to be getting watched by two people.
1: Um, I, I just think he can work whoever is trying to cover him. I hear you, but I'm just asking because I've been trying to find a reason to play Mark Andrews, but I don't – I mean, he scored four – he almost put up a 50-burger – on the Colts and then the games before that, he barely got above 10. He had a good game against Detroit. raw off five catches. I mean, basically, gets about five catches a game. Well, last game, he had 11. So what's the difference here? Like what or is Indy that bad or is this? They were four? just
2: coming back in Baltimore was having to throw the ball. I mean, it, if you look at Lamar Jackson, I, I would almost guarantee that he threw the ball 10 more times than every other week last week. Probably okay, not yeah. 10, but his other, his second highest game was the week before against Denver. He threw 37 times. Yeah, but he was, super um, and, and then against, against past
1: week, I mean, against was,
2: Andy, he mm-hmm. threw 43 times. The next highest other than
1: that Denver game was 31. So, well, let me ask you this thing. Okay. So say you're exactly right, which you probably are. Cause you're BDJ. Would you, <laughs> would you just pay up and do, cause Mark Andrews isn't super expensive, but would you do him and Kelsey in a lineup?
2: I think that's just it's it's limiting your upside a little too much, because um, I, I feel like we can find a 5K guy that I mean obviously if Mark Andrews has another ridiculous game and he goes for 40, um, you're probably not getting that out of a 5K receiver, but we can find 5K receivers that are decent. We can't. It, it's a little more of a struggle to find a 3K receiver that's going to have the Realistic upside of going for 15 or 20 like Ricky Seals Jones could do. Getting 8 to 10 targets on a week against an awful defense.
0: Let's talk Chiefs. They do play Washington. Uh, We all think it's going to be a shootout. Um, Brave Sacker 6. Big Brandon. Do the Chiefs cover? Let's see. What is it right now? I'm looking at, we'll call it 7. Do the Chiefs cover 7?
1: Yeah, I'll say they cover I I think they're probably going to blow them out like they did with the Eagles. Feels like the same type of game. I don't think Washington has enough firepower to keep up with them. And I don't think the Chiefs defense is, I mean, yeah, if you look at the Bills game, I don't think they're that bad. If you look at the game and actually watched it, I think the refs took the momentum out of the game because the Bills were really struggling there until they called that roughing the passer um, I think our offense needs some work. But, I mean, you take Dirty Dan out. I mean, literally, he gave up two touchdowns that were just like, what are you mm-hmm. doing, dude? I think Brady and Brady and I could have went out there and covered better than that. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Even I mean, my girlfriend was sitting there going, what is he doing? What is Dirty Dan doing? And I just, she was pissed. I mean, <laughs> she saw it before they even commented on the uh, – my boy Dirty Dan, he saved us in – you know, against the Texans a while back when on our road to the Super Bowl win, but past that, I think he's lost a couple steps. So, uh, I think I think that I think the Chiefs are going to probably go undefeated against the NFC East this year. Hmm.
0: That's a bold take. That's the first like really bold
1: take from Brandon this what you're week. are Talking about, I went with Zach Wilson, and then this past one, I went with. With uh, Trevor Lawrence, how'd that turn out? Oh,
0: this week, on this episode.
1: Oh, this it's week. Free. Yeah, I'm just, I just don't have that feeling, man. It's like, uh, some. I mean, when it's good, it's good. When it's not, it's just, it just seems like it just goes down. So I need a little bounce back. If I get a little bounce back next week, you guys better be ready for... Be fired an, up. Fired up Sacker.
0: If, if you're not here next week, I guess we'll assume how the week went for you.
1: Oh, I'll be here i'll be there it just depends on what kind of mood we're talking
0: okay joe chiefs cover seven yes or no uh
2: man i I think they will and i'm hoping that they do and that is the reason i'm stacking taylor heineke
0: i think they will not cover but i do think they will win and i think washington can keep it just close enough to stay within a touchdown. Maybe it's a garbage time touchdown. Maybe they score at the end. Maybe something weird happens. I think Kansas City wins, and I hope they do because we picked them in Survivor. But I'm going to say no does not cover seven. I do think that game is going to be a shootout, and I have zero faith in Taylor Heineke.
2: Wait, how is it going to be a shootout if Taylor Heineke doesn't do anything?
0: He's going to do something, but don't forget, Kansas City is very bad against the run. Sounds like Antonio Gibson's probably going to play. They have J.D. McKissick. J.D.
2: McKissick doesn't run the ball, first of all. Second of all, they're also very bad against the pass.
0: They are. They are. They're bad all the way around.
2: They're they're 28th in pass yards given up, and they're 29th in rush yards given up. How you can be that bad against all phases of the game is beyond me, but here we are.
0: I don't know if you're talking about Kansas City or Washington.
2: Kansas City. They're Washington both is bad. Washington is 27th in pass yardage given up and uh, 18th in rush yards given up.
0: I mean, pretty bad. Oh yeah, uh, it's still
2: bad, but we're worse than both.
0: <laughs> J.D. McKissick had seven rush attempts versus Atlanta. Yeah, he doesn't run the ball. But back to your point, a good reason to stack that game over under at 54.5, which is the highest of the weekend. All right. You like these freezing cold takes? That's why you're listening. That's why you're subscribed. Join us. We don't make any money off this, but we do have a DraftKings League where we um, play all these sorry plays in like $1 contests. So find us, Dumpster Fire Sports. I'll put it in the show notes. Dumpster Fire Sports 2021. Follow us on Twitter. Um, we are at dumpster sports and follow him on Twitch. J K N K C. He gets on there. And uh, Joe, I'm going to need either cleavage or more jokes from you on Twitch.
2: Let me tell you. Um, I think that's what basically everybody needs from me. Um, on a high note, you can, yeah. if you type uh, exclamation point, dad joke in my chat, you can get a free dad joke anytime you want.
0: That's fun.
2: Right. That's fun. You're welcome. Come on by.
0: I'm coming by for that. Uh, subscribe to your boy on Twitch or uh, jump in a game with him and find us in these leagues. What about my buddy from work that wants to keep playing these $5 games? I try to tell him, Lodo Bros, and he's like, oh, I only got $5. Let's play a biggie. Um, so it's not my fault on these $5 contests.
1: I mean, I'll play five. I mean, that's not, if he thinks that's big, then. He obviously doesn't know my my background. I just <laughs> I've went so low dough because my my up top win game has been horrible. So it's
0: about yeah. time for you to sniff a decent cash in the millie maker again. And
1: oh gosh, I don't I don't know, man. We'll see this. We'll see by Sunday. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to give you guys my Nostradamus thing again. Okay, good. And you know we need to have a segment in this all the time. Okay, brave Nostradamus. Here we go. So by, by about 11.45, I'm going to get just super antsy and start feeling real good because I just got done playing basketball, feeling fresh, feeling good, and I'm going to be like sending you guys four or five lineups. Joe will keep 25% of his and I tell us the real good plays. And then by about 12 o'clock, I'll send a snapshot of the red zone up on my screen telling you guys I'm ready. And then by about 12.08, it's all gone downhill.
0: Dude, first off, you don't have to say that that's some foreseeing into the future that's what we all do every week. second, I'm pretty sure that's addiction what, <laughs> what's that get getting, getting all hyped up beforehand
1: oh it's it's more of just not the addiction it's more like okay this might be the weekend because honestly the only time that it's ever been that good was a week where I'm like eh I have a pretty good feeling about it. And I just sat there and watched it and it just happened. Whereas every other weekend, I'm like you. And I think that's gonna happen this weekend. So I'm just gonna go into this week. We'll see how it turns out on our next podcast. I'm not even gonna worry about it. I'm gonna change it up. I'm changing okay, change it. It up. I'm changing it up. And I'm going and here's what I'm gonna do just for BDJ. I'm going to buy myself some Heineken and I'm going to stack Heinekey. And then also stack mills in the millie and see how it goes.
0: Let's rock this thing! It, and also, let me say it's always a good sign when somebody's radically changing it up six weeks into the season. <laughs>
2: I, I would like to say that completely flipped enough. the process on its head. That's right. <laughs> That's what you uh, got to
0: do. Go uh, win a big one, fellas! Uh, for Shark Daddy, who wasn't here with the comic relief for J.K.N.K.C. for Brave Sacker Six. I'm your boy Brady G. In the place to be, it's the Dumpster Fire Sports Podcast, NFL Week Six.